What's up, folks? Welcome to another edition of Matt Sports House. I am your host, Matthew Anderson. Brought alongside of me, I got my guy, Jalen Green. Jalen, say what's up to the people. Uh, how are you, people? How are you? I'm glad to be here. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Jalen went on Instagram today and declared that he was coming on the episode this week. So I said, the streets talking. We got to bring him on. But without further ado, let's jump into it. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. All right, so first things first, we've got to start about the local teams. Clemson beat Boston, the Boston College Eagles, with the final score of 34-28. The Tigers were down 28-13 at the half. Jalen, did you watch that game? I did watch that game. I was hoping Clemson would lose. They had their one random close game of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they usually they did pull like, it out, of course. Sometimes it'd be Syracuse. Sometimes it'd just be different teams. But this year, it was Boston College. What's up? Just a one random game they have every year that's close. They win everything else by 40. Exactly. And somebody has made this good point. They're like, they feel like Clemson's getting bored, and I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, but DJ Uwe, I got to get this name right, because we're going to be saying them a lot in the next coming years. DJ Uwe Ongalele. Got yeah, this. I've, been hearing, I've been hearing a lot of people get his name right lately. It's yeah, just yeah. Cause to say it. I, I won't try to say it because it's just, I don't even know where to start, but he played pretty well on, on Saturday. Didn't yeah, so he well, just to give a little background on him for the people who don't know, he's a five-star quarterback out of California. He plays seven A football at John Bosco High School. So seven A, I, I don't in South Carolina we only go up to like what four A, five A, maybe six A, but that's California. That's a different level, you know. It's just that's, like, that's a whole different ball it's, game. It's like California, like, like he played where everybody on the field went D one, like super high D one, you know. Yeah, exactly. And he went 30 for 41 for 342 yards and two touchdowns. That's what the stats, but after watching it, it seems like sometimes he was struggling to hit his wide receivers in stride. You can see his wide receivers kind of get visually kind of frustrated a little bit, but he's a true freshman playing against playing with Clemson. Like there, there are some definitely some things you could expect from this game where he just kind of getting his feet wet. Well, I noticed is so when Trevor Lawrence, if Trevor Lawrence would have played, that game would have been like by 40 because I think they were stacking the box to stop the run, and then they were going to make the freshman quarterback beat him throwing. And at first, he was a little shaky because he was rusty, you know. It's probably his first time playing playing with the, the the first teamers or his first time on the field with the first teamers, for real, for real. Because, you know, they say he gets a lot of reps, but it's nothing like game reps with the first team and all that. So after he figured out the defense, it was wraps. He's at, after that, he's still the best athlete on the field, you know, 6'5", 250, rocket arm. Like, he, it don't matter when he's like, it just sucks Clemson's loaded for the next three years. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, Trevor leaves, they have another elite quarterback going to step in and just kill everybody. And the crazy thing was they have some older guys on the roster that are quarterbacks. I can't think of the guy's name right now, but, I, but it, they kind of bypassed him because they feel like this guy is their future. And I guess you got the win the first game. God brought them from a comeback win. As a matter of fact, because they were down, what did I say earlier? They were down 20. Was that? 
It was down 28-10. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point it was 28-13. So it's like, I think a lot of people in the country were like, well, this might be a wrap, but I kind of had to figure it was like, kind of like when Houston played Kansas City last year in the AFC Championship game. I was like, just don't let them get any momentum because as soon as they get momentum, yeah, it's going to get going. Y'all was like, what, 24-0? It was terrible. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. It was, it was so disrespectful. But I knew it was going to happen. I was just waiting on them to catch steam. But Travis Etienne had a really good uh, day catching the ball, which is why he kind of came back. For, uh, instead of going pro, he had seven receptions for 140 yards. Meanwhile, on the ground, he became the all-time leading rusher in the ACC. Uh, rushing for, uh, Ted Brown used to have the record with 4,602 4, yards. And so Travis is definitely taking the steam. Did you remember, do you remember Wayne Gallman? Yeah, I do remember Wayne Gallman. Travis Etienne has made most people around the country forget that Wayne was for real at number nine. But Wayne was really good. And Wayne is in the NFL now. Also, he's probably he probably doesn't get enough love as he should because he plays behind Saquon Barkley. And and now he's he's behind Devontae Freeman because they brought him in. But I was saying how Travis Etienne, he came into college around the same time as me, right? So like, but true freshman, he was on the field like every play. You remember that? Yep. Like they went at Clemson, he was like. Him and Trevor was basically on the same field at the same time, like, like since they since, since they first got to Clemson. And ETN has just been a killer every single year. Doesn't make sense how he never gets touched. I've been saying he's super slept on because you're in the backfield with Trevor Lawrence. It's, it's kind of hard to you know stand out, but he's he's got to be all time great, one of the best running backs ever played in the ACC. I think you have a great pro career. Yeah, I think so as well. Really interested to figure out which team will go ahead and draft him. Low-key, no offense to Tavian Feaster, but he's kind of the, the reason Tavian Feaster had to come to Carolina because Tavian was hopefully going to be that next guy up, but then – because, was it, ETN is one year behind him, but he came in, took the job, and obviously Tavian came to South Carolina. But we're going to switch here. Oh, what's up? You got one thing to say? ETN's always ran so hard. Like, I don't know what it is, but he just, like – I don't know what it is about ETN, bro. Like, is he faster than everybody else? Is that what it is? Yeah, he's, he's got that. It's funny because he don't even have that form speed. It's just like that country speed. He just starts running. I don't, I don't even want to say it because like, I'm on the podcast, but like, you're like a crackhead kind of. This is run's not a pretty run, you know? It's not a pretty run. I swear it's not a pretty run. But <laughs> That's a great comparison, Jalen. Hey, we're going to move forward right here where the University of South Carolina will play Texas A&M. That game, it will be, at, I think it's 7 or 7.30 this upcoming Saturday. I just seen it at 7. Yeah, it says 7. Who do you think gets the win? A&M. Bro, like, have you ever seen us beat A&M? No. Two years ago, I want to say, they came to Columbia, right? We never beat A&M. So, until somebody – until they show, they show me that they can beat AM, I'm not gonna believe we can beat AM. Kellen Mond and Jimbo Fisher will be coming from Tech mm-hmm. College Station, Texas to Williams Bryce, see if they can get the job done. Yeah, I predict the win by them. Maybe I would say maybe a 10-point game, but we'll see what happens. What did you say? What did you, you say? say yeah, I said AM gets the win by about 10 points. And it's so sad because I, I wish I could have faith in my school, but it's just like Will Muschamp has been the coach for a while now. Can you tell? Do you, I don't know. You probably don't know. I, I'm my, I think I think the answer is one. But do you know how many ranked teams we've beaten at home? No, nah, how many? I, bro, I feel like Auburn was the first one. I, I might be. I might <laughs> be wrong. I could be wrong. Please double check me after after this. 
But if, if it's not number, if not if it's not one, it's not many more than one. You know, like Will Muschamp has consistently not had the guys ready to play when it's the big games. You know. Yeah. It's, I'm tired of it, but I will always love the Gamecocks. <laughs> so you're hoping for a win by the Gamecocks, but you feel like hey, like Ewing like said, prepare for the worst, but still praying for the best. Felt that no, hundred percent, bro. So we're gonna see what happens with that one. We're gonna go ahead and switch here gears. How do you feel about the quarterback situation? I want to ask you. What's How do you feel about our quarterback situation? Well, I feel like now that Colin Hill, he he's going to have another year here, so he's staying. I feel like Luke Dottie, they've been working him some reps at wide receiver, but he hardly gets in the game. I don't really understand why quarterbacks kind of come to the University of South Carolina because between Luke Dottie, between on, it's like they come and then they end up getting moved to wide receiver, different positions. I feel like Ryan Helensky is going to transfer this year. Bro, because our mobile quarterbacks that we recruit for some, like on. He struggled with th- he was throwing apparently like you know the accuracy was a problem though you know the little form he was, he was he was more of a runner i don't even know what's up with luke because we haven't seen we haven't got to see him we haven't got to see him play quarterback we, we've been talking about our receiver all, all all season and all season so far so hopefully he's supposed to be the one bro like you know he's super fast i have i have some insights on the squad talent. look i said i said luke supposed to be the one yeah, I'm hearing that he's doing the fastest guys on the team. That took me by – that shocked me. I'm like, wait, faster than the DBs and the receivers? And they're like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. But we'll see. Hopefully he gets some rep. The carry-on has only been getting like maybe – I think he probably has no more than seven, maybe eight catches this year. So it's just not been exactly – He's got some big splash plays. He got a few splash plays, don't he? He had one, I remember it was like a reverse, I think, against Vanderbilt. Against Vandy. Yeah, but I mean, it just, I thought when they, they talk about how elusive he is, so I was just thinking he was going to call the receiver, like we're going to see him no. make some moves, like not like a Debo, because that's a little crazy, but I just no. expect a lot more. All right, speaking of that, I want to speak on Cheyenne Smith. I, hey, look, we can be whatever, like our team can be super inconsistent, but that man has shown me something. Cheyenne Smith? I cannot lie. I did not think he was going to step in the number one role like that. I think a lot of people were worried to see if he was going to be able to replace Brian Edwards. I was very worried because, you know, last two years, coming into the season, we had that solidified number one receiver. We, we haven't done anything with it. You know, it's been a very mediocre season, but we always had that number one receiver coming in. We had Debo, the Ed. How, I want to see how Shaw's going to step in. You know, he's not, he's not like a bigger guy, and I don't know if he's like breakaway speed, like He's, you know, he he's quick, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He, he didn't, ha- he doesn't have that one measurable that makes him be like, oh yeah, that, that's my guy. But he's tough. He's not scared of nobody, and he's going crazy on the field because of that. He's, he's he's gonna he's gonna get drafted. I feel like he's definitely gonna get drafted. Yeah, I think he'll probably definitely go like top. I would say not at the latest in the fourth round. Hopefully, maybe he can creep up in the second or whatnot. But he's definitely the, the guy, the defense is, well, uh, opposing defense is definitely like, that's the guy we're going to have to figure out where he is the whole time. Guy we can get the ball too effectively, bro. Like, we can't get the ball to nobody else. I don't know who are other playmakers on offense. Shout out to Kevin Harris, though. He's he's balling, too. No, I would. that's what I was about to say. I would say Kevin Harris and then Shy, and then everybody else. Mullins kind of creeps up in there sometimes. I think still a lot of teams, if they watch the scouting report, they're probably like, okay, they always talk about the carry-ons. You're like, let's watch him. And uh, for the rest of the team, and Nick Muse is another one. I just think that he's been kind of slow to get back because he had that torn ACL last year. 
but I do think that they kind of like, okay, that, that, that their tight end can catch and run a little bit. Yeah, bro. So we're going to move right here to the Big Ten where Ohio State did, in fact, beat Penn State with the final score of 38 to 25. What do you think of the game? And tell me what you think about Ohio State. Uh, do you think the game was really competitive? Like, I think Ohio State kind of had like a little a choke hold on them the whole time. And like, yes. you know, they were never really nervous that they were going to lose this game. No. Ohio State's literally an NFL team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get the start there. Justin Fields. Uh, I don't know how, but he's gotten so much better in the yep. offseason. He's yes. gotten so much better, and it's crazy. Because he was a Heisman candidate last year, wasn't he? Yeah. So, Trevor Lawrence, you're missing games. This man about to step in and take his Heisman from him. I need it. I need a year to black quarterback. I, I know, like, you obviously wish Trevor the best recovery, but I need Justin Fields to get this Heisman. Speaking of Justin, he went 28 for 34 for 318 yards and four touchdowns. Okay, and I wanted to save this too. Those receivers, you got Chris Olave and you have Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson, 11 receptions, 111 yards. He's kind of the guy our offense runs through, if it's not mm -hmm. obviously Justin. But Garrett Wilson, he's a, the Texas receiver. Last year in the semifinal, he went up for like, I just feel like he got up at least like five, six feet off the air. But anyway, he's a really great receiver. And Chris... Hey, Chris Olave, the other one, he's the NFL pro prospect probably this year. He has seven receptions for 120 yards and two touchdowns. And Justin was putting up thing right on the money in the end zone. Bro, please, I don't understand. First of all, I'm trying, I don't know who's better between them two. They're, Chris Olave is 10 yards open. Can I curse on this or no? Go ahead. Chris Olave is 10 yards fucking open every fucking time he gets the fight. <laughs> it's just how time he gets the ball. He's 10 yards by himself. Garrett Wilson might be the most athletic receiver in the country. I don't know. I don't know. But it's something about him. And not to mention, did you see that catch last week that that dude made? Number 11, the freshman. Yeah. I don't even know how to say his name. It's like something Smith, Nick Burks. I don't even know. He's Fido, like another NFL receiver. Like, it's just crazy. I think Ohio State is like, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic. Back to Garrett Wilson. <laughs> he showed me something last year, though. Like, you, as, as a true freshman, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a problem. Olave, he's number two now, so you know he's he a different type of baller. His, his number always was ugly to me. He was number 17. Yeah, yeah. Um, he need to change that. He in college, he need to change that. He need a, a hard, a hard single-digit number. And look what they did for him. Yeah. Now, now he gets recognition as a, as, a, as a pro prospect for Roto. And then Justin, like I said, Justin was putting them things on the money. And we didn't know if Chris Olave was going to play because he had the injury last week. Bro came out to play. It was so funny in the post-game press conference. They were like, so Justin, what do you think about this team? Like, he's like, we can't be stopped. Like our offense is, cannot be stopped. I love the confidence from the Southern boy from Georgia. Who won't stop him? This is not happening. And like, I think they've already opened up. Next week they have Rutgers. They're like a 37-point uh, favorite yeah. already. Nobody's stopping Ohio State to that college football playoff. And the one thing a lot of people are looking to see is how well the front seven play. Because last, uh, against. Which front seven are you talking about? Like, you're talking about the O-line or the D-line? The front seven on defense. So yeah. the Ohio State pass rush and their linebackers both play really well. They're kind of questionable against Nebraska, but I think Larry Johnson Sr., who's the defensive line coach at Ohio State, felt they probably put a, lit a fire under those guys. Like, y'all, y'all could play better than this, and they surely came out and played. Yeah, they're probably super bored with Nebraska. <laughs> no disrespect to Nebraska. But um, you see that catch? Which one? Um, it made Sean Wade look kind of bad. I like Sean Wade too. Yes. 
Yes, it made Sean Wade come out look bad. You think the best receiver in the country is, but like if if nobody opted out and everybody was healthy. Hmm. I like the, I like the guy from uh, what's his name from LSU last year. Jamar. Jamar. I like Jamar. I really like Devontae Smith though. Devontae Smith is my pick, bro. Devontae, Devontae Smith, I've been the biggest Devontae Smith since his damn near that catch against Georgia. I'm not going to lie. But That's like, freshman year, ain't it? Yeah, freshman year, bro. Because next year, nigga was sliding. Like, like, they had Judy, Waddle, all them boys. But Devontae Smith always stood out to me because when he got the ball, and then you just be sliding. <laughs> just be sliding, bro. I'd love to see it. What do you think? Do you like Waddle a lot? The guy who got injured for and he, he just got hurt. Anyway, he just tore his ACL. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, like that's so sad because now he has to come back, right? I think he's probably gonna go pro. I think is it. It's, I feel like so is that is that smart, you think? Like Yeah, because because it's another in like if he gets another injury, you always have to play the game of just the precaution. If he gets another injury in college, then he's gonna be how it was for Tua, like be like, is he an injury prone? So it's like, okay, after you recover this, go ahead and get at least if you get injured, then you'll be in the professionals. Yeah, he was going dummy though, bro. Yeah, so he was going dummy. But no, I'm a fan of Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Like but uh we're gonna move, we're gonna stay in the Big Ten where Michigan, after getting some praise for beating Minnesota last week, laid an egg against Michigan State with the final score of 27-24, which even more clears the path to Ohio State because a lot of people are thinking, okay, maybe Michigan can do something. And then Jim Harbaugh and those guys do something like this. Disappointing. <laughs> Once again, from the boys in blue. Was it disappointed but not surprised? Yeah, now. Staying in the Big Ten, Maryland did, in fact, beat Minnesota in overtime with the final score of 45-44. Now, on this podcast, we usually don't really care too much about Maryland, but their quarterback, <laughs> Tua Tonga Valoa's younger brother, Talia, had a, had a great day going 26 for 35 for 395 yards and three touchdowns. Did you did you remember watching him at Alabama a little bit? He didn't used to get in too much, but he was literally I I was sleeping on a few Alabama games, but like you know, just look up at the end of the game, I'll see a little two in. So I'll be like, I get a little interested, fuck around, throw a pick. I'll be like, dang. I want <laughs> I, I want to see him do good, bro. I want to see him do good. He's so skinny. Is glad I'm because last week he played terrible against Northwestern. I got blown out by like 40 against Northwestern. <sighs> Big 10, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, they played against Minnesota and I kind of checked in. I, lo- I looked up a little bit, you know, I seen, I seen this man running, running for like 40 yards, scoring touchdown. It's so looking pretty good, but I want to speak on Michigan for a little bit. Jim, here, Jim Harbaugh been there for how long? He's been there a hot minute. He's been there for a Bro, while. Bro, this man, I swore he was some type of quarterback whisperer. I don't know, but if you were a five-star quarterback, I'm saying don't go to Michigan at all, bro. They get there, they they're not developed. They, he doesn't get no, nobody goes to the draft. People are like, come on, like what's up, Harbaugh? And then you gotta get over the hump. You gotta get over the hump. Like the defense good every year. The offense, what's up with the offense? Like they just got a their first mobile quarterback down here. And I didn't really watch the game, but. I said they got handled pretty well. It was down for the majority of the game, were they not? They were. Yeah, that, so Jim Harbaugh hasn't been Ohio State. He hasn't been Ohio State. Like, there's nothing else to say. Yeah, he's not going to beat him this year. He's not going to beat him next year either. So, 
because Ryan Day is just getting started at Ohio. Ryan Day is better than him. Yes, and it's not going to. And I'm sure the, the alumni of Michigan is get upset losing. I'm, I'm getting upset. I don't even like Michigan. I, I just want to see. I just want to see Ohio State have somebody challenge them in the Big Ten. You know. Yeah, no, for real. And they wear the gold. I think when that rivalry game, Ohio State wins, they collect like these gold pants, like these little like coin, not coins, like little tokens or whatever. Well, they've been collecting a lot the past couple of years. So yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's a big probably, rivalry. That's probably it got a lot of change on them. Yeah, so we're gonna see <laughs> we're gonna see what happens with that and see what Michigan decides they want to do. We're gonna go back to the SEC for two two like kind of updates here. Auburn destroyed LSU, beating them 49-11. TJ Finley, who had a great game against the University of South Carolina, was benched after throwing two interceptions. And just nothing went well for the Tigers. I don't know what's up with LSU, man. They're littered with five stars and NFL players all over the field. But I don't know, bro. Like, how, how do you go from last year to this year? It's, it's um they lost the offensive coordinator, didn't they? They lost the OC. They lost they the lost OC. most of the offense. Yeah. But like is the system not in place? Can nobody can nobody run that system except for Joey Burrow? <laughs> Sheesh. Both, they There's no that. way. There's no way they're that trash, bro. And then they beat us. They clapped us. <laughs> <laughs> Convincingly. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely been the thought going around Twitter. They're like, how did they play South Carolina so well and then go play Auburn and get destroyed by Auburn, who South Carolina did, in fact? Auburn is fucking garbage. <laughs> I'm going to just put that out there. That's 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 how I feel. Ain't no way. Maybe they got some momentum after after beating Kentucky. Who they play last week? They play uh, Ole Miss. They play Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss last week, and they terrible game. Ole Miss is trash. <laughs> and, and, and the fact and the fact that Auburn was going to go down to Ole Miss, and then the, what's up with the SEC, bro? No, the only you know who else is trash? Who? And it sounds crazy, but Georgia is trash. They have no quarterback. They're not winning, bro. That's Georgia's problem. They never have a dynamic quarterback. They would have had one of Justin Fields, and they would have chosen Jake Justin Fields over Jake Fromm. Do you understand that? Do you, do you you realize that? No, I 100% get that. Kirby Smart chose Jake from over Justin Fields. And that's what's wrong with America. <laughs> Go ahead, continue with your presidential speech. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get into that as politics. But, but you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, I get you, man. That is funny. I thought you were about to, You know, it sounds like so you were some Kanye West vibes. Bro, because look, it's, it's like the Carolina need a black quarterback. Yeah. You got a black dynamic quarterback who could run and throw like Justin Fields, maybe something different. But also, you know where we are. Like, we're jam-packed in the middle between Clemson and fucking Georgia, bro. Yeah. If you're a five-star recruit, you're not coming to Carolina or Clemson or Georgia trying to get to the league. No. That wouldn't even be smart yes. at this point. That wouldn't even be a good idea, a good decision. So it's just – it's tough, man. We got to get back to being – where we, I can't even say where we were because we never won a national championship. We never had some 11 win seasons. Never won an SEC championship. But it just pisses me off that our peak was our peak in Clemson. What they're doing right now is way higher than our peak ever was. Yep. <laughs> it's so sad, bro. 
but I can only respect the greatness of Clemson's program, but I still hate them at this at the same time. Hey, two legends can coexist. Hey, we're going to see you mentioned Georgia. Florida and Georgia will square off at 3.30 Saturday on CBS in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Okay, speaking of this, it's Florida and Georgia week. Did yeah. you see Wims literally assault Chauncey Gardner-Chauncey? That fight was, oh, Desi Banks broke it down better than anybody. Bro, literally, I was, I was mesmerized. I was like, bro, what is going on? He hit that man. He hit that man again. Then they started fighting. Everybody jumped up and down. I didn't know bro, what happened. So I was scrolling on Twitter, right? Because cause I was like, bro, why'd they fight? So it's, it showed a few plays before. Chauncey, bro, Chauncey was drawing the whole game. I can't lie. I, I was watching it. I was seeing him. I'm like, damn, this nigga annoying as fuck. He was drawing the whole game. So it was one play where Chauncey was talking to the whims. He he fake snatched his chain. He snatched it for real. He just fake snatched his chain, right? So when you see whims walk up to Chauncey and will snatch his chain type shit, I guess he wasn't wearing a chain for real. He just fake snatched his chain which was funny as fuck to me. So Chauncey fake snatched his chain and then Williams snatched his chain back and then two-pieced him, bro. <laughs> bro, and first of all, it's funny, even though that shit probably didn't hurt Chauncey because he got a helmet on. You let this man miss you in your shit twice. <laughs> it was so, so funny tough. when he just stayed there and just looked he at said, Yes, that's, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the league gonna do about that. That thing. Was I don't know what's up with him, bro. And look, because he knew he was gonna get ejected, so he couldn't care about the game. <laughs> he's ready to go. He's ready to head home. Did they eject him right after the? Yeah, that's my receiver, and he, he he has six catches for. He has like 26 catches his whole career. You cut, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> you made a cut. decision, so we had to do the same. It, it, bro, the best receivers can't get open either. Allen Rob- Robinson is slept on, though. I, I, I will say that. Allen Robinson is slept on. He went to Penn State, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's been balling out there. And uh, that, yeah, you're right. Nick Foles is probably like, you know what? Just go ahead and get rid of him, coach. Bro, I don't know what's up with Nick Foles. Like, he making some throws, but at the same time, be like, he's just a stationary target. And in today's game, it's not, it's not going to work. Need to Unless do- you're big Ben Roethlisberger. But we'll say that for later. <laughs> Yeah, let me go ahead and finish up the college football spiel. So, yeah, so Florida and Georgia will play 3.30. We're going to get to see if Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts can keep the magic going, or does that Georgia defense become stout? Give me an early prediction. What do you think wins that I got, game? I got Florida. 27-17. Okay. Hey, so Jalen's telling y'all how to put your money right now. Put your money on Florida. Bro, I, how is Georgia going to score? That's what I was thinking. I don't think Georgia, Florida's going to score. How is Georgia going to score? Because even whenever, even whenever Florida beat uh, lost Texas A&M, they put up points on the board. I feel like as long as they get to, I would say 28, I'd say 28-35, they can get this win. Florida? Yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you think this will be the first year we see a two-loss team in the playoff? In that number four spot? Yeah, like, it's going to be weird, bro. You might. You really might. Because I don't see anybody beating them in the SEC championship game. And Georgia, I'm expecting Georgia. The Big Ten is damn near already already out for me. You know, just one team. Because Wisconsin quarterback out for 21 days, they're going to lose. Penn State, two losses. Michigan, two losses. Count, count Ohio State as a loss right now. You know what I'm saying? Big Ten is out because no two-loss teams. I like Oregon. I don't know what – I don't know how the committee going to look at Oregon. 
But hey, the Ducks come. Nah, they don't got no quarterback. But I do like the Ducks. They got Anthony Brown from Boston College, who transferred there. He's pretty good at Boston. He's a quarterback. Yeah, he transferred out to Oregon, and you know, uh, McClendon, Brian McClendon from University of South Carolina is out there in Oregon now. B Mac, our old wide receivers coach. Yeah, and then offensive coordinator for a year. Yeah, didn't call nothing, but we ain't gonna speak on it. Hey, as a matter of fact, you kind of—I I forgot to ask you before. Clemson has Notre Dame this coming week. Who do you have? And Trevor Lawrence. One, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I was so look like I was watching the game and I was like, oh yeah, they finna lose Notre Dame. But bro, they're they're probably not gonna lose because DJ knows what he's doing now. He has his footing under him. They're a better team. But Notre Dame is a good football team. I hope Notre Dame comes ready to play because Clemson and Dabo, you know Dabo's gonna have the guys ready to play. Sure. Dabo, all Dabo does is motivate. It's what you see. The claps. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Look, that's, that's all you see the whole game, and it works. It does. Have the guys ready to play, and it's gonna be. It should. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm expecting a close game because DJ's a freshman. He's not. He's he's not Trevor at the end of the day. But he's still an outstanding athlete. That should be enough to keep them in the game. If not, blow these blow these niggas out. I expect Clemson to win. I'm hoping for a loss, though. You know, true game cock at heart. True. Look, even even though. Inconsistent, much chance still to coach a lot of game. Right. So I'm thinking I, I want to say Clemson wins that one. Wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame and Brian Kelly get the job done. But just to let the viewers know. I would be surprised. I'll, where is it at? It's in South Bend. Yeah. I, look, I would be surprised if Notre Dame wins. I'm not going to lie. Like, seeing, because so, just seeing Clemson lose, bro. Like, when have you seen Clemson lose in the regular season last? When's the last time you've seen Clemson lose in the regular season? It's been a minute. I want to say Syracuse, like maybe two, three years ago. Bro, like, all they do is win for real. That's, for, that's crazy. Yeah, so, and just for the viewers in case that, well, not the viewers, but the listeners, Trevor Lawrence will remain out. That's the first thing Dabble said in the post-game press conference. He will be out mm-hmm. for Notre Dame, so it is all up to DJ to get the job done. And if he DJ, a loogie, lily whaley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, so, now, last thing I'm talking about in college football would be the BYU Remains has still remains undefeated. They're the number nine team in the country. They did, in fact, beat Western Kentucky 41 10. Their quarterback, Zach Wilson, I told you about the early episode. He is coming on to the scene for the Heisman Trophy when he's not going to win it, but he's definitely coming. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But now to the NFL, my Houston Texans, y'all, they're saying we might trade the house. We're trying to get rid of a lot of people, which I don't Who know. Who is the house? Who is the house at this point? Talking about maybe Will Fuller, maybe uh, Cooks. There's just a lot of guys they're saying we're considering trading, but we don't know who our we don't know who our general manager or head coach will be next season. So I I say we might as well just ride out with these guys now, just see who we want to retain. But uh, yeah. don't really want to talk about the Texans. We're just terrible this year. We we got to hey. play Jacksonville again, the only team that we've beaten. And it, man, our guys are so happy to be losing. You it's just crazy after the game. Bro. Six seconds. Instagram, after, right? Instagram. Instagram. It's crazy. It's like you would think bro, you're never be it, bro. I followed the channel on Snapchat, so I do be seeing this nigga. He be enjoying his life. He's a very rich man now. But I'm like, damn, my guy, you're we're one in six, one in five. We ain't won but, nothing, literally. And I hate to put it like this. I be thinking it's like, bro, you did all that all season training, and we won win, and we're dapping everybody up before the end of the game. Yeah, bro, for real, like getting beat by Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my guy was good with you. <laughs> and we're going to link up. 
Cool as hell. Take this L. <laughs> We're gonna link uh-huh. up in all season for sure. Hey, but we're going to go ahead and go to the Ravens versus Steelers. Let me say the stats now and hear your thoughts. The Steelers did, yeah. in fact, get the win 28-24. That is the stat. T.J. Watt went off. The defense had a big day. What would you think about this game? Um, story of the day is the resiliency of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've shown we're battle-tested, winning multiple ways. It's, I think it's clear we're the best team in the league. And it's crazy because I've been saying that since June and nobody wanted to hear me. But it just feels good, man, like – you got so we got they swept us last year. But for the for the listeners, I'm a huge Steelers fan. I'm the biggest there is. If y'all didn't know, y'all couldn't tell by now. And last year they we played them in week five with Duck fucking Hodges, bro. They knocked out Mason Rudolph, and we and we were up like I don't know, but we should have won that game with Duck Hodges. So since that game, really, I've just been waiting and waiting and listening to everybody talk shit about us and suck the Ravens and suck the Chiefs. Even start sucking the fucking Titans, bro. The Titans. Before us? I mean, fucked up. So that's why we just had to beat both them niggas back-to-back weeks. Seven and oh. I feel like nothing more needs to be said. Hey, and it's crazy. Y'all are still undefeated, too. People do the disrespect, y'all. People treat y'all just like the Cowboys. It's like, oh, the Steelers, uh. But y'all keep getting, y'all keep the wins coming. You like when y'all- The Cowboys don't fucking win. We win, bro. And it's so crazy how we get disrespected. Hey, tell the people y'all are not the same. We're, we've never been the same. We play the boys actually this upcoming week. And we go, and hopefully we, we cut them boys, but we're prone to lose to a sorry team. We lose to sorry teams every year. So the Cowboys might fuck around, give us a run. They are a talented team with no quarterback right now, though. Defense is trash, but we ain't, we ain't talking about the Cowboys. We, 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 we will because they just lost. But them still is a story today, man. Yeah, so against the Baltimore Ravens, that's like I said to y'all before, Jalen had proclaimed that the win, he was fully confident in the win. I told, I said it was going to happen. I said, when we win today, I'm coming on the show and look where the fuck I'm at. <laughs> look where I'm at. Hey, but, yeah. hey, man, I was on my, I was on the edge of my seat. We, 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 we were getting our ass handed to us basically the whole first half. I was frustrated. I'm not going to lie, I was super frustrated. Bro, it's so hard being a Steelers fan because every single game is the same, bro. <laughs> Except for the Browns game, bro. We beat the Shatter Browns. But every single game is down to the wire, bro. And that's a good, that's good because it shows we can win them type of games. And it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna um, what's the word? It's gonna help us later. Like, you know, down the playoffs and shit. But it's bad for my heart. It's bad for my lungs, because I'll be I'll be, you know, like. Stressing, stressing, trying to get the W. But after you get the W, your Sunday's good for the rest of the day. And I, I don't know what it feels like to lose right now. I, I ain't lost in a minute. <laughs> I ain't lost hey. on Sunday in a minute. Hey, I ain't even broke in a minute. <laughs> hey, so, and you did mention the Cowboys. They did, they did, in fact, lose to the Eagles on Sunday night football. Final score, 23-9. to nine. So the disappointments keep going in for the Cowboys. Now for these last two games, the Patriots, Cam Newton and the Patriots, Bill Belichick lost to the Bills. Josh Allen got the job done. Cam had a late game fumble. People started to get disappointed up there in Massachusetts with Cam Newton. They do not appreciate these losses. Bro, when Cam first got signed, I said, bro, Cam is literally old as hell now, kinda. He just stopped, he couldn't, he stopped being able to throw for real. I said he couldn't throw after like, Two years ago, right? You know, Cam's always 
he's never really been like a step up in the pocket, gonna make that throw down the field. He's always relies at his 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 athleticism, his arm strength, and just yeah. took it out there. Mostly little slants, out routes, all that shit. But when I when it first happened, I was like, I don't know how that's gonna work. I see them getting like eight, nine wins type shit. First two games, I was like, oh shit, these niggas kind of nice. Plus they had that defense. I was like, these dudes could do something. Cam gets COVID, come back looking like fucking Nathan Peterman. <laughs> looking like Nathan Peterman out here. But they got to figure something out because the way it's looking, they're going to have to just tank this year. They're not winning the division. That's crazy, right? New England not winning the division. I know, right? sound. Yo, it's crazy. And you're right. I didn't even think about it like that. Since this, that Seahawks game, we all saw Cam. We're like, okay, this is a new kind of guy. But since Cam then, balled he, out. He had like 400 passing yards damn near. He, was, he, went off, he went off that game. And if Julian Edwin makes that catch, they win. But since then, it's just been going down and down. But the other team in the division, the Dolphins, and Tua Tungavaloa in his debut did, in fact, get the win. Tua went 12 for 20 two for 93 yards, but they beat the Rams convincingly 28 to 17. Did Tua you tell is my guy. I, I was hoping he would get to let it loose a little bit more, but Aaron Donald's right there, bro. Like he can't really do that much as a rookie first game quarterback, hand it off, make the easy throws and we'll get you some more reps next week. You know, but I'm proud of Tua. I always liked Tua. His ball is beautiful. Pause, big pause, big, big pause. <laughs> But he throws the most. He throws the most beautiful ball, and I can't wait to see him develop and turn into a great quarterback. Who's your favorite rookie quarterback? Like, who's the best rookie quarterback? You think? I like Joe Burrow, Herbert, right? What'd you say? Joe Burrow. You said Joe Burrow over Herbert. I like Joe Burrow. I do not like Herbert. I do not like Herbert. I like Herbert? All. Nah, like it's I, Herbert is playing, a Hooper. He's playing really well with the Chargers, but I'm much bigger of a Joe Burrow fan. I love Joe yeah. Burrow. The confidence that come with him. Yeah. Of course, but what I like, you know, how Herbie was 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 killer with the picks at Oregon. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Justin? Yeah. But but, but he got to the league, he kind of cut that shit out a little bit. He still, but like, it's crazy. This nigga's a four like nursing major or some shit like that. I don't know. But it questions me because I don't know if you watched the Chiefs game. It was a play where it was like second and two, dudes rolling out. He has the first down if he just walks. He can literally walk and get the first down. You know what he does? What? Chucks it halfway across the fucking field to a double-covered receiver. <laughs> Throws a pick, and they lose the game because he does that. They were up 10 points, and he did that dumb shit, and they lost. So it, it, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, this rookie quarterbacks in that mindset. Like, I, I just it's interesting to see how they adjust to the NFL. I think Joe Burrow and Herbie have shown a pretty good job of that so far. I hope Tua does the same. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Tua and Dolphins might be able to make the playoffs this year. Probably not. They're in the AFC. Good point. We're getting the number one seed. That's how I'm feeling right now. It's going to be one, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Titans. Well, Titans is tied in the division now, so two teams from that division are going to make it, I think. Okay. The Colts and the Titans. That's our division. Then we yeah, definitely the making it. The Colts and the Titans are both five and two. The AFC is pretty tough now, man. That's, but look, as long as we just keep fucking winning, we can't get booted out. We just keep winning, bro. So separate, we're seven all right now, but you can't get complacent. Because the Ravens, how many games are you gonna lose, bro? Like what, three, four? 
I say he might lose two more, maybe one. That's what I'm saying, bro. They're not, they're not gonna lose too many games. Yes, yeah, so the Chiefs we, definitely not gonna lose that many games. The Chiefs, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs got the win today too, right? Of course, they played the Jets. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, they got the win with that. The Jets, man. They who the Jets making the whole AFC look bad at this point. But the surprise of the day to me is the uh, the Bengals win for sure, though. They beat the they beat the Titans today. The Titans been on pace to lose for a couple weeks now because we almost beat them. And then they oh, almost man. lost last week, and then Joe Burrow got the job done. When the world became Titans fans and thinking that niggas is good like that, it's Ryan Tannehill at the end of the day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback. He'd he be, he be, he be playing to the best of his ability, stepping up crazy. But at the end of the day, your fucking quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. Enough said. Enough said. You're not winning the Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. You don't even think him and Derrick Henry combined can get the job done? You see what happened against some Steelers, man. You see what happened against some Steelers. Derrick Henry, clamps. That's all I'm going to say. Fucking clamps. Who's, who's your favorite defensive player on the Steelers, by the way? Wow, that's so tough, bro. Hey, I was saying this, bro. Literally, bro. It's played through my mind. I, I got to say it's hard to choose one because I was playing that future song. It was a little hype video, and the song that playing was hard to choose one. So you know, I gotta say hard to choose one because that's, that's just a bar right there. But uh, favorite player got me. It got me T.J. Watt, bro. T.J. Watt's a monster. I, I love T.J. Watt, but as much as I love him, I love Bud Dupree too. Right. Because T.J. Watt can do what he does if it wasn't for Bud Dupree. T.J. Right. gets the one on ones because Bud Dupree's on the other side fucking shit up, you know. <laughs> Not to speak on Cam Hayward and it just fucking shit up across the line. But as you can, I, I love my guys, bro. Like Terrell Edmonds, I got him on snap. I literally, every game day, send this nigga a motivational message. <laughs> like he fucking knows me. You know what's even crazier? He opens them shits and saves them. He saves them? I'm not, he saves them shits. He opens every single snap I send him, bro. I feel like we could be besties, but this nigga don't fuck me for real for real because nigga never responds, but it's cool. We 7-0, keep doing you, bro. If you listening to this, Keep doing you. But also, Rebby getting fucking toasted. But I'm a, hey, that's my dog still. <laughs> he be getting his ass toasted though. Hey, you gotta be sure to tag him once we post this up. Make hopefully you get a response or something. Maybe send you a ticket to the game. No, but, hey, look, I'm trying to go to the Super Bowl, bro. I'm that's trying. Hey, we'll see what happens. That's gonna be in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Who plays the Monday night game this week? I don't even know to be honest, which uh, look it up. <laughs> You're gonna have some time. I'm not even sure who plays this week on Monday night. Hold on, yeah, hold on. Let me give me a second. Let me see if I can look it up. I was expecting for you to say uh, Minka Fitzpatrick when you were talking about the favorite player on the team, but are you not a fan? Bro, of him? I love Minka. I love Minka to death. Minka, Minka played big today, bro. I ain't never seen Minka play with the aggression he played with today. Like, he's usually like, like a super calm dude just playing football, but the Ravens had his ass riled up, and I was loving that shit. I said, yeah, me? What's wrong with him, me? <laughs> he was popping shit. And, they, and the rest was sucking the Ravens the whole game, but I ain't gonna speak on it. My, my, my niggas came to fucking play. <laughs> okay. Bro, I'm sorry, but that's a, that's a great win, bro. Like, it's a top three team in the NFL, allegedly, right? We walk in they shit. Leave with the W and Lamar chokes again. I'm not. That's how I. That's how I felt. Lamar got outplayed by Big Ben. 
No, he didn't even choke, but like he didn't make the plays he needed to win, bro. He didn't. That's what he it's choked, all. But he didn't do what he, he needed to win. We had his ass on fucking lock, and he was rattled. That's what it's all about, making the big-time plays and the big-time games. Hey, and by the way, the Monday night game this week is Tampa Bay versus the Giants. <sighs> oh, fuck. That's on TV, bro. <laughs> hey, but um, I wanted to say that Tom Brady was looking real good right now. Yeah. Versus yeah. the Patriots. Like, the Patriots look really bad, and Brady looks really good. And so he- that, that will bode well for Tom Brady's ego and will boost him up saying he's better than Belichick. And Antonio Brown just got added to the roster. <laughs> so now Bro, that- I, I would have been more scared of him on Seattle. I'm not going to lie. Definitely. I would have been more scared of him on Seattle. Here's why. Like, Tampa has literally two star receivers already. Godwin and Evans? Yeah, like, not to mention Gronkowski's old ass, who's just big as fuck and going to get the ball regardless. Everybody not going to be happy, bro. I don't know how they're going to make that work. They got Leonard Fournette in the backfield. I don't think they're going to be. I, I like Seattle over them in the playoffs and Green Bay. Mm. I don't know about Green Bay. They beat Green Bay a few weeks ago. I don't know. I don't know about Green Bay. I'm really interested to figure out Green Bay go ahead and get this deal done with Will Fuller. And since you mentioned Seattle, Seattle did, in fact, win the, the original game today with the final score of 37-27 over the San Francisco 49ers. And you had Russell Wilson win 27 for 37, 261 yards, four touchdowns. DK Metcalf, 12 receptions, 161 yards, two touchdowns. Does Russell Wilson get MVP this year? Right now, I think he has it. I think he should get MVP. Like, the way he's playing, the way he started, Lamar's not going to get MVP again because he see us fucking again. He's going to have another below average game, but... Russell Wilson is playing is playing out of his world. He had a, a unusual game last week with three picks. He came back today, four touchdowns. It's pretty seam, pretty seamless. DK Metcalf's gonna be the best receiver in the NFL for some time. I'm not gonna lie, but you know it's crazy. My dog Chase Claypool is coming right behind him. These dudes are both fucking freaks, and it's crazy as hell, bro. Like DK is a unicorn, bro. Yeah, they said DK is a unicorn. They say most Des- unique dude I've seen since Megatron down here. That's what I was about to say. Decaf, they, they keep saying Metcalf is kind of like Calvin Johnson. But and- they say that, and I feel like my guy like Calvin Johnson too. Like, you know, like, what's all up? Claypool really has jumped on the scene, though. A lot of people watch the games to see what he's. I almost sometimes forget y'all got Juju. Bro, we have fucking weapons, bro. Like, we got Eric Ebron, Deontay Johnson, Juju, Chase. We have Chase Claypool now, not to mention James Washington. I feel like a lot of teams can't match up with us on, on, the, on the defense side of the ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? As long as Ben makes the fucking accurate throw and not the wrong read, it's too many niggas to, to match up with, bro. Eric Ebron can't be guarded one-on-one. I'm sorry. Yeah, if he does, right. Everybody right. Yeah, Eric Ebron had a touchdown today. He did. He did have a touchdown today. He's finally he, – he started off a little slow, but he's getting right now for sure. Yeah, I thought um, that was a good pickup. When y'all got Eric him. Eric signing. Yeah, when y'all got him from the Colts, because I remember he started off in Detroit. Y'all, they went to the Colts, and then when y'all picked him up, I was like, "That's another weapon for the Pittsburgh." Yeah, you know, Eric Ebron being the Texans fan, you know how Eric Ebron used to be cutting niggas like one on, can't guard him one on one. He played for the Colts. He was a touchdown machine for sure. It's a great weapon for y'all to get. Hey, but y- y'all, that's all we have for this edition of Matt Sports House. We appreciate you. Yeah, 
We appreciate the Jalen Green coming on. Y'all go check out his songs, two of them. They think they just dropped, right? They dropped one on YouTube two days ago. I was a thousand, a thousand views already, barely been, what, 72 hours almost? Bro, it's crazy. Trying to keep growing them, always. Hey, it's a movement, man. Was born a star. The songs are Goat and Tough and Ease. So like I said, go check them out. <laughs> go check those out. But like I said, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. We out. Appreciate you having me, bro. For sure, for sure. It's easy getting bread. What you trying to do? Gang don't fight alone. He swing, I'm swinging too. I'm in LA with the clips. My grab some wings with Lou. Playboy with the bunnies. Rest in peace to you. It's, it's, it's going to cost you for a feature. Ain't no back and forth. Brody got the heater, told him pass the torch Bitch, I'm straight up out the birds, ain't jump up off the porch If you niggas ain't ballin', then get off the courts I've been chicken in the bank since an early age